Welcome back to Trot's Life. We are into our Australian Pacing Gold special and Neville Panagalazio has joined us. Neville, firstly, how are you and whereabouts are you today? Um, I'm doing well and I'm in Rochester. It's actually a bit wet today, so I haven't been able to do too much outside, so inside at the moment. Geez, you know about a bit wet in Rochester over the last couple of years, don't you? Yeah, you don't want to buy a house in Rochester, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, what about a, what about buying a yearling from there though? That might be a different story. Uh, plenty of them about. Yeah, no, you probably find a good one up this way, no problems. I want to start with one of interest, uh, Severe Storm, who's not a Staffordshire Park one, but I think it uh, it's still yours and very interesting family. And uh, you've gone to Pastor Steve and she was a nice little filly, actually. She only won the two races, but I think she was a bit better than that, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, she belongs to the wife, that one. So, um, yeah, no, she was a good enough, uh, good enough race mare. We uh, leased her out to... Um, Chris Benogio, actually, and uh, he's done a good job with her. Um, the breeding part of her is probably uh, what most people are interested in. <laughs> yeah, because her sister is the mother of a pretty good little trotter from the last couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, she's a she's a witch. I think you're talking about. Yep. Um, yeah, no, she's a she's a half sister to the the mother of this style. Is a half sister to the mother of she's a witch. And half sister to uh, um, uh, what's his name, Prince of Rock. Yeah, um, who's done a done a nice job as well. So you know, he needs a really nice uh, nice cult too, put together really well. Um, yeah, I think he'd be a nice one for someone for sure. So how's it work there? Is that your wives and you've got six of them in there? And what happens if she goes home with a start sale topper from just the one? <laughs> Over the last season or two, she's uh, had bragging rights, mate. Oh, no. So uh, oh, no. it'll be nothing different, okay? <laughs> oh, no. Um, oh, I've touched on a sore point here, haven't I, already? <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, I'm used to it. And uh, no, if we bring him home, so be it. No, I'm sure she won't want to give him away. Um, mm. If it comes home, it just means another one that I have to work. I, Just for the record, I don't want to bring any home. Uh, I've got plenty of horses, don't need any more. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, you've got a lot of fillies, though, amongst amongst the lot. What, there's one, two, three, four, five, six uh, yearlings yep. that you're taking down, and five of them are fillies. Yeah, we're actually taking eight yearlings down. Oh, yeah. um, so there's three colts and five fillies. Um, yeah, so there's uh, plenty, of, uh, plenty of little girls there for someone to breed on afterwards. They, and interestingly, a lot of colonial bred stallions and with the way the storm inside and Soho Tribeca's are looking, I've been saying this to a number of people through these chats and I just feel as an industry, we've just turned that little bit towards our colonial stallions and they're becoming more commercial as well, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Uh, look what the storm inside did at uh, mm. Bendigo first up. Um, so, And it's 12000 I think, premium or Correct. gold, whatever they're called, pure, so for their Vic bread. So, um, yeah, no, that's really worthwhile. So we've got a, a very nice storm inside uh, little girl. Well, she's not little. She's actually quite nice. Um, big, long, lean thing. Um, half sister to uh, John the Bull Shark, who was going to win a race before he um, succumbed to a twisted bowel just recently. Um, and, yeah, so that's the second fold. She would be, she'd be a nice one, belonging to uh, the Sheffield family as well, which is... Mindari Pretty and all them in there. 
yeah, all the Sheffields and then, yeah, more recently, Mindari Pretty, and it's a very, very strong family for many generations. That did, When did that Sheffield uh, family start and your connection to it? Well, a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, I was only a little kid. I remember going down to Mooney Valley cheering on Sheffield the old Thor. painted pony called Sheffield Thor. Um, and, yeah, she started all off. My old man picked her out of a sale. Um what, late 70s, I think it was. Um, and, uh, yeah, she turned out to be a pretty handy mare. She's had a couple of horses that she couldn't quite beat, and they were, they were stealing Koala King. <laughs> Just, the rest she had pretty much covered. So, yeah, we we're doing. she done a pretty good job. Which, as a mare, that is something, isn't it, really? Like, over the generations, not many mares have beaten the absolute top, top colts and geldings at open age level. Yeah. No, and uh, it's not like they can dodge them, you know, back then like they can now. The, the yeah. mares can pretty much stay to their own, to their own sex. And uh, she had to, uh, she had to go against the boys as soon as she got out of that, you know, into open class. It was all uh, free for all racing, and yeah, so that she had to come up against them. And she was uh, one of these ones that she was within cooey of them. She could plough home, you know, and come home with a big sprint. And it was uh, well. Back in the day, I used to think, oh, this is easy. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, it was a, a start for me <laughs> that uh, I got used to winning early and I thought it was going to just stay easy. But it's, <laughs> it's not that case the way, you know. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, she was a great man. Chestnut to boot, and most people don't like chestnut. So uh, just another good chestnut mare. Yeah, and, yeah, I won't go into that. But uh, t- tell us about <laughs> there's another family that you seem to, to really like as well, and I think you've bought into over the generations, and I suppose Lot 135 by Elite Stride out of uh, foreign evasion is a good way of discussing it because the third dam was Mary Trump, Australian Broodmare of the Year, and it's the Mary family, which if you're not familiar with, uh, I'd say you will be after you've been through the book. It's an, it's a stunning family over so many generations, and, and here's an intriguing one by Elite Stride. Yeah, well, it's the best family in Australasia by a country mile. Yeah. And uh, there's so many outstanding horses that have come out of the Mary line. So she belongs to the Mary Trump line, which is also, you know, obviously a daughter of Mary Mare, uh, Mary Trump, um, the Noopy Chaos Tenno Trump line. Um, the grandmother, uh, Mary Louise, was by a young dancer. Um, Dad uh, bought Mary Trump 20 uh, odd years ago, I suppose. Uh, and also Mary Louise off uh, Barney Fry, who used to race Noopy Chaos. Um, she'd won a few races as a pacer, actually, being by um, young dancer. She didn't trot, but uh, we put her to uh, Armbrough Invasion, got this, the mother of this filly. Um, she made the races and went along, but wasn't wasn't fast enough. And, uh, yeah, she's uh, got a lovely um, elite stride uh, foal going through, very correct, very um, big actually, and uh, long, and uh, looks looks really nice. It's a great uh, brain box too, and uh, I like Elite Stride. He's another colonial bred, obviously, so yeah. it's the, the you know the Vic bred um, um, twelve thousand dollar pure. Um, so yeah, no, she'd be a, she'd be a good one, and uh, later on breed from you know no worries. And he's by Muscle Hill, which doesn't need much in introduction either. Elite Stride. Absolutely. Yeah. Elite, Elite Stride was a very, very good horse. You only have, have to ask Anthony Budd how good he went. Mm. And uh, he was, uh, he was um, I think he was a bit injury prone. He only had 
dozen starts or something, won most of them. And, um, yeah, no, standing him at stud for Emilio at Alabar. And, uh, you know, we liked him. He's really well-bred. And uh, uh, some of the – we've had a couple of foals on the ground. They all look the same. So the stallion's obviously leaving his mark on them, which is a, a great sign. So if they come out and start winning, then he'll be a, a very – cheap stallion you know he's not very dear at the moment but get in while before he goes up so that lot 135 10 no trumps in the maternal line and lot 130 a few before 10 no trumps the stallion on this occasion and uh the dam is delta sue who's the mother of the very very talented and very good horse delta son who's now accumulated over four hundred thousand dollars, four thirty-five thousand in round figures, and he so he was by ten no Trump as well. So this makes it a full sister to Delta Sun. Yeah, it would be. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we have had a bit of a problem with that. Oh. At least so. Yeah, but she's uh, she's still there, but she won't be going to sale. Um, so she's had uh, visits in the paddock. Um, hurt her knee up we think so um she may be there for someone to breed from let you know come and buy but we probably won't be taking that mare down so uh unfortunately she's not there these things can happen can't they so you go to a lot of effort to breed a horse to rear it for what say 18 months nearly now and right on the Mm. cusp of it an accident can happen (laughs) yes it's uh it's very frustrating but that's you know, livestock, you have these problems mm. and you, you just got to take it and, and not worry about it. What's Who's the pick of the bunch? All depends who you're talking to, I suppose. <laughs> um, the wife will say severe storm. My brother my brother will say um, the one out of Sweet As They. It's a full full brother to um, to Pink Galaz. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a very nice horse. He's, he's, there's something about him. He, he's, he's just... He's just different. <laughs> That's what I'm going to. I'm going to leave it at that. He's something about him. So you're talking about the horse or your brother when you say he's something <laughs> about him and he's just different. No, I'm talking about the horse. Oh, okay. um, I just wanted to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he's a, he's a very nice horse. He's. I, I, I'm a bit intrigued that that um, Pink Galaz must have been a little hard to get along with at the start. I'm not sure they used to call her the Brown Dog, and I couldn't get over why. They would do that, and uh, you know, three hundred thirty thousand dollars later, who cares, you know? And <laughs> yeah. and and anyhow, this guy started off a little bit, a little bit uh, headstrong, and he and he's just come around. So I'm thinking you're either very, very smart, or you're you're bluffing me. I don't know what it is. He's he's a he's a real nice horse, and uh, he's got some energy. So. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm I'm pretty good mates with Matty Craven, and I've pretty close with this journey with Pink Galaz. I'm telling you, mm. if she had been sound, I don't. She wasn't even sound before she raced till she made that. Right, I reckon okay. it was Kilmore her first trip. I I don't even think she was that sound then. If she had been mm. a sound racehorse, it would it, there'd be a one in front of her dollars earned. And it'd be probably for one million. Like we yeah, just absolutely. never saw the best of her, really. Yeah, no, she was obviously very, very good. Um, I actually raced the, the mother, sweet as a. Eh? So my brother Mikey uh, bred her, uh, and I raced her for him. And uh, yeah, she was a bit headstrong herself. But uh, yeah, Pink Galaz was the first foal um, after Mike sold the mare, and uh, Maddie Maddie's group. Um, I think they bred her and yeah. then sold her on. Mike was able to buy her back. So uh, he's he's breeding from her again now under his own name and he's uh, pretty proud to have her back. And so, um, yeah, she's the mother herself, sweet to say, still a bit of a 
pain in the backside when she falls. You don't go near her for two weeks yeah, yeah. Um, if, you want to, if you want to keep your hands. And, um, yeah, so this one is uh, a very nice horse. And, and just for all the horses that we've seen go through over the years, is sometimes you just you don't know what it is. You know, you just get this feeling that I have this feeling with him. He's just, uh, he's just something about him. That's all I can say. <laughs> G'day to Caleb Lewis, uh, Matt Craven, if you're listening, because uh, <laughs> I think they'll be pretty yeah. interested, I would have thought. Who, so that's your brother's pick, and we've yeah, we've yeah. we've got Louise's. What's your yeah, pick? With her. Yeah, what's yours? Um, well, well, Dad owns five of them. I actually like, we have another breed here called um, the Pacific Charm family breed, which is Lena the Shark in there as well, and there's quite a lot of uh, good ones come out of it, and there's one out of Major C that I really like. Uh, Major C was a nice big uh, major mare that's quite tough. And uh, granddaughter of Pacific Charm was a good mare for us that the moles raced. Um, yep. And, um, yeah, Major C's, uh, I think this is a first foal, might be a second. No, it's a first foal. Yes. And, uh, yeah, it's a very well put together um, filly. Uh, it's a poster boy, that's right. So it's a, um, yep. yeah, it's a uh, Vic Bread her again um yeah and she's really put together well so i'm hoping that the poster boys come out and do good because on looks this one looks really nice so she would probably be my pick uh like louise said she would or like i said louise reckons everyone's the pick and my brother reckons (laughs) uh glass is the go so um yeah so you know they're all nice I, i like them all they're all good uh, very good. Nev, uh, best of luck at the sales, mate, and I look forward to uh, seeing how they all go. Very good. Thanks, sir. Let's get to the 11.30 news. We're still, in this hour, going to catch up with the Prince of Portland, Heath Burke.